When are removable solutions recommended? And when should fixed prosthetics be used? And why implant therapy with biomaterials is a good match until advanced age? Professor Frauke Miller has the answers. So I think for the next section, we'll talk a little bit about you know, age-appropriate design and the production concepts for prosthetics themselves. And I think you've touched on some of these questions a little bit before, but I'd like to kind of dig a little bit deeper. So you talked before about the geriatric paradox, and I think that also suggests to me that people want to have their teeth in their mouth longer and longer and longer and, and take such care with the smiles that they have. But can you talk for a moment just about you know, when a removable prosthetic might be better indicated for a patient? And then I guess the maybe a, a second question with regard to implant therapy and the choices that are made, can you actually build off of what already exists in the patient's mouth? Or do you feel as though you need to start from scratch and really start to rebuild from where you're going? Gerodontology is very much based on building on what it already exists because what we really don't want to do is challenge the central nervous system with something completely new in the mouth. So we try to incorporate as many known and adapted features to the new prosthesis. Like we try to adapt the vertical dimension, sometimes even the occlusion, and that's called a convenience occlusion. So we don't force the patient into centriculation. We copy the form of the dental arch. I mentioned it before. It's very important that it's not too big because the patient will bite the cheek. And um, we also like to copy also the dental appearance. So the environment and the friends and family will recognize the patient when he comes home from his dental appointment. When you start to think about the design considerations of the younger patient versus the older patient, is there anything that you would choose in terms of materials or anything that influences the types of decisions that you might make that are more age-related decisions and the prosthetic itself? Let's talk about the, um, the features of the denture of a complete denture for an elderly person. So it needs obviously to be very stable because the design must be robust. It must be also very stable when it drops into the sink, when, for example, it drops when you clean it because the hand is not as skilled as it was in the earlier years. It should not be too retentive. The retention should be just as high as the patient manages autonomously alone. So when the patient becomes more and more fragile, dexterity in the hands become more weak, you should loosen those dentures a little bit because otherwise the patient would panic if the denture is too tight. It should be good to perform our hygiene. So the surfaces should be well polished and there should not be any, any places where plaque and food debris can get stuck to. So the interdental spaces, normally we try to fill with um, acrylic so that there is no, the food is gliding into the vestibule and there's no space where the food can be retained. In terms of material, when we talk about denture teeth, we prefer um, resin teeth with cusps that are not too steep to correspond to the flattening of the condylar path. So probably 20 degrees cuspal incline would be what is adequate for an elderly person. And uh, acrylic teeth, because the dentures tend to drop and mandibular movements are a little bit less controlled, especially when patients then take drugs and develop this restless mandible where the teeth then tap involuntary on each other. And if that's ceramic, then it, it sounds really bad. 
and it's very loud. Mm-hmm. And also we'd like to adopt a concept for the occlusion that's called freedom and centric just to respond to the loosening of the articular joint and to the a little bit less precise mandibular tra- trajectory. Excellent. So as you were talking about the modern materials that might be used, I mean, right now there's new and unique techniques that people are using to create the prosthetics themselves. So in a recent study, you had compared like the milled prosthetic, the milled produced prosthetic versus the 3D printed prosthetic. I don't know if you can allude to some of the results that you had found and and what are the implications that you might find for the patients? That was a very interesting study. I think it was one of the first clinical studies with a crossover design where patients compared directly the uh, printed complete dentures versus a milled complete dentures. And the results were absolutely amazing because both were actually uh, quite satisfied with them. And after the um, clinical trial, we had asked the patient with which denture they want to continue. Both were ready on the table. Both were for free of charge. They didn't have to pay for it. And it was just half-half. Half of them wanted to keep the printed denture and the other half wanted to keep the milled denture. Although the milled denture needed more adjustments in terms of clinical teracide time for adjusting the denture. But it was quite amazing that they really liked both denture because I think uh, it was a double-blind study but I think I, as a professional, I could see the difference of the printed denture and it wasn't as pretty. But I think still printing is of dentures is the future because it's so much cheaper and it's so much versatile and it's easier to have multi-layered teeth with different colors. And it's so more accessible when you can have these little printers in the dental practice. Also in gerodontology, CAT-CAM techniques are worth gold because you can scan a denture and keep the file in your computer. And when the denture is lost in the nursing home, which is often happening, you can just reprint it. And I think also the price is something that's very attractive to elderly patients because the dental technician costs and take the data from Switzerland is about one third of what a dental technician would charge. So the patient can save a lot of money by using these cut come techniques. And I think when the price further comes down in, in the near future, I think it's not worthwhile doing a reline of the denture anymore. You reline the denture, you scan the whole thing and you have a new denture because it's cheaper than a reline by a traditional dental technician. In the fourth episode, we look at patients with dementia. What makes sense and is beneficial for the patient's good quality of life? Stay tuned. 